Hello Universe, it's uh, 12.54 on this, the 23rd day of March in the Gregorian calendar year 2022, Stardate, who knows what. Was that Stardate something that could ever be figured out? It always seemed random. Stardate 71486, today the Romulans said, why are you so angsty, Kirk? And, uh, yeah, just listen to the one before this, which, um, and it's probably time to do a check-in episode on this stuff anyway, but <clears throat> I'm a very emotional person, obviously. And, uh, I do not, um, I do not deny my emotions anymore. And, uh... I don't pretend that I feel in constant, oppressive, empathetic pain from all of the misery that is out there. But I don't know that I don't, because I'm not, I'm not above admitting that in spite of having found an elevated and extremely emotionally safe uh, existence compared to the turbulence my emotions used to cause me. The motion that comes with <laughs> with unexpected frequency is is loss. It's um, it's a loss of potential. It's it's a loss of 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 excellence not realized it's the loss of a gap between the existence we're tolerating versus the existence we could embrace and uh and i i uh i don't i don't proudly break down but i also don't anymore feel um that's something i should cloak and I almost did stay off that subject matter last recording because I knew where it was going to send me. But I've I've gotten close enough in a couple other recordings where I denied myself that I knew sooner or later I had to admit that I don't think there's a greater pain than the 47,000 people or more, more than that, 47,000 plus who committed suicide in the United States in the year 2020, and I can't even find data for 2021 or 2022. So why there's no data for 2021, I don't know. I would imagine that here in March we'd have compiled the list, but maybe it's an another alarming trend of growth in suicidal rate because in the year 1999... The number of suicides, oop, I don't know if that just recorded, but I do know that my Samsung Galaxy S4's um, little uh, sound stuff from the last recording was uh, unexpectedly recorded, so if it happened again, I apologize. If it did, well, what the hell's going on? But in 1999, there were... Uh, 19,000 suicides, roughly. 
So, what's happening? And this time, white dudes, I'm kind of talking to you, since we're 69% of it. What's making us so miserable? I mean, I'm sure there's some karmic kickback living on a land of, well, you say it's yours, but you don't really show anything to claim it, like these documents over here. Oh, that man? Yeah, I've got documents. I own him. Let me show you my paperwork. Right, white guys? Um, maybe that's why we're killing each other. Or killing ourselves. We're not killing each other. I don't see where white man-on-white-man crime is an epidemic, but it does, it does have quite the alarming bent when you look up USA suicide rate and get headlines like the rate of suicides in the United States is growing. Suicide rising across the U.S. U.S. states ranked by suicide rate. List of countries by suicide rate. U.S. is number three because they made up two other countries to put in front of us. U.S.A. suicide in America. Five charts. Changes in suicide rates from 2018 to 2019. Oh, 33% increase. Oh, that was just in young adults. Because you know who kills themselves more than anybody? Young adults. Because they look forward to a future of what they see as nothing worth living for. Okay, so let me get some numbers straight here so that we're talking 48,344 suicide deaths according to the New York Times in 2018. There were 29,180 suicides in the year 1999. That is a 60% increase in 19 years. <clears throat> Military suicide rates. This is according to USO.org. 30,177 active duty personnel and veterans who served in the military have died by suicide since 9-11. 29 military suicide deaths per 100,000 people. That's the death rate. It's the highest for any group in the nation. Alaska has the highest suicide rate with 27 people per 100,000 dying of suicide. You can't give human beings the stained memories of destroying other human beings for reasons that turn out to be not so self-defensey. It leaves them mentally unsure of what happened how did it get to that point what were they so weak about that they were misled they must be evil they must need to go so I don't uh 
I don't think there's a single person who's managed to pull that trigger who hasn't been tricked into doing it. And, uh, and I don't take that trickery lightly. I, I have the hardest time forgiving those who would knowingly mislead another of their kind into a framework of mind so potentially self-destructive they might begin to think they're enough of a problem they need to go. Forgiving the twisted mental space you have to be in to think that's okay, that collateral damage is acceptable, hey, it's a dirty world, things happen. Well, that's the ultimate quitter's attitude for me. Because you've quit on everybody else. Well, I mean, you haven't quit on yourself. You got that going for you. You know you're more important than anybody else, so we can't take that away from you. Hell, some people would even think you gotta go. And here I am trying to figure out how to forgive you. Because I know somewhere along the way, some second grade referral to the principal's office, instead of ending up with the cross-check discipline that you might have needed at that time, they told you, no, no, no. What you showed in this incident of social unrest was the kind of backbone that a young buck like you needs to climb the true ladder of capitalist creation. Because if you really want to make it to the top around here, you're going to have to pull some strings. You're going to have to be willing to say, well, that didn't feel great, but got me a little further ahead, so I'll live with it. Once you start pulling those strings, well, you'll pull the whole sweater apart and pretty soon. Look down and say, this isn't even what I wore to the ball. What am I doing? I'm going to ride home with a pumpkin at this rate. Yep. You sure are, Cinderella. Yes, you are. And yet, we haven't blown up the world yet. Last time I walked out the door, the still there. So what? We got this thing figured out, right? We're just working toward making it all better. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, and that's why it's all my fault. The human condition is glorious. It expects to learn lessons that when learned on a societal scale, stick. When declarations of independence are written, when we state as a nation that all people are created equal with inalienable rights to pursue happiness, liberty, and whatever greatness their life can achieve. Well, we expect those declarations to have merit. Those are the wars we've won. We don't call it the Revolutionary War because there wasn't something at stake that mattered. And when you're told that's what we fought for, so that's where we live, 
in an environment that that's the fundamental principle on which we are based, well, you think, yeah, sweet. Sweet. Because I'd have had to fight for that. Who thought that? That's all knuckleheaded. Of course we're all equal. Rock on. Let's play some hopscotch. Have a bake sale. Do some finger painting. Maybe some face painting, because that's fun too. We do what humans do. We appreciate how awesome it is to be alive with other humans in this trippy 3D environment in which we can literally enable whatever we want because we're thinking individual free thoughts in an environment over which we have ultimate control. So we cooperate and do things like build pyramids. Right? And nuclear weapons. <gasps> no, 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 no. I don't mean to be stupid. I mean, we do both. But nuclear weapons are just kind of the residual fallout of science gone into the hands of the... Well, the... The I-didn't-get-the-fair-treatment-ride people, right? The ones who think there's some value to having the sort of weaponry that can destroy an entire city full of human beings? Hmm. Who is that person? How'd they get so broken? Well, I don't know, but they're here. They're here. So what work do we do to unwind the knot that is having let them put silos filled with these destructive weapons across our globe. How'd that happen? Oh, it's human nature. It's the will of the natural state of existence that if you don't put up a wall, like the Chinese, well, the barbarians will come at you. So, if I don't invent this nuclear weapon, they will. Oh, good, yeah. We don't want them to get it. Nope, no. In fact, the United States was so adamant about not giving up the destructive technology that can take down the entire planet that when the UN came and said, that's too much power, you shouldn't have it, give it back to the world, everybody gets it, or it shouldn't be here. We said, middle finger, bitches. Uh, yeah, we'll just hand this over to the Russians. That's our, that's, that's our way. That's how we play. That's what makes us the USA. No, that's not what we did. We didn't say that. Well, the middle finger thing is basically what we did, but... <sighs> Maybe that's why we're the highest rated country in the first world, as we like to call ourselves. So fucking sensitive, are we? No, maybe that's why we have the highest suicide rate. That middle finger we gave the rest of the world when they said, wait a second, buddy. You might think you're the best, but you're not exactly proving it. Especially as you tell us that's yours and yours alone and the rest of us can live under the guise of knowing that we can just fear you for the rest of time. Sounds good. 
So, uh, and I mean, I don't, I don't even have to go back past what we did from 1945 forward to find reasons to think that karma has us killing ourselves in record numbers. But if I want to look further back, well, it only gets worse, right? Let's be honest. Or, wait, should we just avoid this topic because this is the kind of stuff that we're better off pretending didn't happen? Or is that why we have a suicide rate? Where 70% of them are white men. Is that it? Because we don't talk about the guilt that comes with knowing that we so greatly underperformed our humanity at a time when it mattered. I know. You weren't there. You weren't there. It's not your fault. None of that white guilt's deserved. I get it. And I get that I'm tiptoeing into a garden of treading too much on truths that hurt. So I'm going to tiptoe right back out of this garden. But I'm I'm going to admit that I do not sit here feeling no shame for the stains of oppression this country is built on. I feel it intensely. Just like I feel the pain of the people overdosing on prescription drug medication they never should have been prescribed or had access to. I feel the pain of every woman who's messaging for the entire span of my life has said, you're the other gender. The one that carries the babies. The vessel of man's fulfillment. And I feel sorry for every man who's listened to all that messaging and thinks that's what makes this universe justify their feelings of ultimate betrayal when it comes to experiencing love and acceptance for who they are. So they turn violent, the rage builds, and they get talked into having enemies they don't even have. They might be unfortunate enough to carry that to the extent that they have the memory of destroying those enemies, memories that when they come home are so hard to shake, they eventually take that service revolver and put it in their mouth and solve the problem the way it should have been solved from day one. Forty-seven thousand people have that story to tell. They decided they were the problem to the point they got themselves out of the equation. It says that an estimated 12 to 22 million adults consider suicide seriously enough to think through how they would do it every year. So far, only 47,000 of us actually pull it off. But that number is growing, 60% in 19 years. All because we do it to each other. We create a situation where punishment, hate, self-loathing, and ultimately suicide are epidemic proportions.
So how can I be a happy guy in that environment? I really don't know. That is a truly fair question. Because I used to let it all get to me to the point I wanted nothing more than to figure out how to buy a ticket to get on that train. Well, life didn't let me buy that ticket. Much as I wanted to. It said, well, if you're going to feel that bad about yourself, you can go sit in your room for five and a half years. But, get over it. There's shit to do around here. And you, my friend, do not get to give up on stuff because you think it's going to be hard. Well, whatever's worth doing in life actually turns out to be a challenge that is worth overcoming. So where do I pitch in? Do I try to go help the veterans of our armed forces learn that they got the raw end of the deal? It's not their fault that what few options they had turned all out to be wrong. The ultimate con. Well, I don't have much of a voice when I didn't serve myself, but from this side of the shore, I certainly can feel the hypocrisy of the thank you for your service blanket welcome you must get that can feel like, fuck you. Thank you for my service. You asked me to give away my humanity. You asked me to stain my existence. And what do I get in return? Thank you for your service. Well, I've never said thank you for your service to any of you. But I do thank you for enduring one of the biggest shenanigans out there. That somehow we all have enemies. And that these enemies are out there waiting to do harm to us. And if we don't get to them first, they're going to get to us. It's not anyone's fault that you ended up taking the opportunity that it is to go wherever you want with the armed services. It's what America is built for. So, while I don't thank you for your service, I thank you for knowing that when you, when you got right down to it, you didn't have a choice, and you did exactly what you needed to do. And it's that sense of commitment and duty that proves you didn't lose your humanity. <sighs> Nobody has. This country will ask you to compromise yourself in a way that sooner or later you'll know pushes the line. That's okay. The system isn't fair. So when you come back thinking that you've done the worst things you could have been asked to do, it's not your fault. It never was. And I thank you for enduring it because if you hadn't, somebody else would have had to. The machine isn't going to stop just because somebody gets their conscience in the middle of it all. The machine is going to keep going, and in fact, it's going to take that person down. 
So what could you do? You were put in a position where you either marched forward or you lost everything that you had come this far to achieve. There isn't a single person among us who wouldn't face those circumstances and do what had to be done. Could I have walked through the jungles of Vietnam and come out alive? I doubt it. But some of you did. Think about how strong you have to be to have made it. I don't care what military challenges you overcame. You made it. So, if you have that kind of strength, then I promise you, there's definitely a need There's a need for your services here, back home. So, I want to thank you for still having enough fight. To bring that strength home. So, I'm not hypocritical critical enough to thank you for your service, but I thank you for your strength. And I thank you for filling a role I know I didn't have the stones to do. Somebody had to do it, and you did it. So you were up to that challenge. And I can't wait to see what kind of challenges you're up to around here. Because I guarantee we need that humanity to string back all of the power that you endured going through circumstances you had no business even participating in. Well, you proved you could handle that. So I really think you must believe you can handle anything. So, there's no shame. Do not think you have to be one of those 29 because you don't. All that messaging is just lies. And you didn't fall for it. You just were in a situation where those levers were there to be pulled. And if it wasn't you, it would have been somebody else. It's the way it all works. But you still can just stay strong enough today to make a difference for yourself. And once you make that difference, and the people around you start to feel the impact, well, like a virus, you can take your mask off and let that one catch. Because all of us need a little of that. But those of you 
who served our country. Well, I can't really say I understand. But I can definitely be kind. And I certainly forgive whatever shame you might have brought home. Because you didn't deserve that. Ever. And for those of you who sent them there, you're the hardest to forgive of all. Because you just don't get to make those decisions unless you're willing to stand in front of the entire line that's going. At that point, well then, yeah, if I believe in you, I'll get right behind you. But the idea that there is a human condition in which you can declare an offensive maneuver that you know will bring death and destruction <clears throat> to your countrymen, and yet you aren't going to be first in line, well, honestly, I question your moral character, fundamentally. Because somehow you think you have the power to tell other people how to die. It's not even at that point that you tell them how to live. You're telling them how to die. <sighs> so, when I really have to work, I have to work to forgive you. Because you've lost your minds. And in doing so, you've given up all of your humanity. Don't think that my dog being able to sleep through this means that she's tranquil with it. She's not. She knows what a waste of human existence you are when you think you can tell other people how to die. The ones that are telling us how to live are bad enough. I certainly don't want the ones telling me how to die around. So when I think about forgiving you, I think, well, I need to see something, you know? I'm ready to forgive you, but you got to tell me that you understand you really screwed up. You took your human existence to the point you thought it was okay to determine how we were going to die. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see enough right now of the people who are pulling those strings saying they understand they screwed up. Those mea culpas used to exist. I used to have more faith in humanity, even those of you who are shutting the doors because you're hiding the worst of it. Well, I know you don't think there's enough forgiveness in the world to think you can get your humanity back, but I promise you there is. But if you're not willing to unlock the door and show us that you still have some of your humanity left, well, then we all have no choice. We're just going to end where it ends, in a complete loss of humanity across the board, because sooner or later one of you is going to do it. Doesn't have to be that way. These cycles can turn. But you got to believe in yourself. You got to quit thinking you're the problem. And you got to stop thinking there's no solution. Those are lies. This isn't chaos. And you aren't here to take yourself out or anybody else.
So I wanted to leave a little more hope after the last one. I'm not sure I did it. Huh. But I am hopeful. Hell, I'm so hopeful it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean it. I'm even in a good mood. I'm even a happy person. But I do take serious things seriously. I converse with the people I think are hurting on a level I hope they hear me. Because whatever hurt you're creating for yourself is hurt you can take away to date. And if I was in your orbit, I'd come give you a hug to start the whole process. But go get one somewhere. Everybody deserves a hug. Well, except the cat. <laughs>